Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Next week, a bill will be brought to the floor of the doll that aims to amend the Misuse of Drugs Act, specifically to legalise, in a limited way, the use of cannabis. It's uh, debatable whether it might succeed or not, but it will be interesting to see who does and doesn't vote against it. Gino Kenny from People Before Profit is the person behind it. Gino, good thanks, afternoon. Thanks, Sean. Thanks so, for having me, Sean. So, describe what it is that, that's being proposed. So, this. this is an amendment to the current legislation around uh, cannabis possession. Uh, so, at the moment, uh, it's illegal to possess cannabis, you know, supply it and cultivate it. Uh, obviously, this hopes to amend the, the existing legislation to possess up to seven grams of cannabis, then, then that would be legally permissible under uh, Irish law. So that's basically what it's trying to do. Um, and we'll see what I'll introduce it next week into the doll. Obviously, there's a, a, an ongoing debate about decriminalisation. I think it's a very worthwhile debate to have. Um, and there's a consensus, I think, out in the public that we need to have an alternative uh, discourse around uh, drug reform because mm. I think I personally think and I think I'm not in the minority here that the present laws around uh, drugs just don't work criminalising people for personal drug use uh, doesn't it's it's essentially a waste of resources and so forth uh, so we need to do something different and something different is regulation now, d- 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 does decriminalising mean if a guard, if they, if this were to, if this amendment were to become law, if yeah. a guard catches you with cannabis, does that mean you, th- there's no penalty there's whatsoever? No penalty whatsoever. There's yeah. no penalty. No, if you have over seven grams, right, then it's obviously the, if it's up to the discretion of the police to say, look, we believe this is over seven grams, and you could be brought to court. Right. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. how how did you arrive at seven? You can get pretty early or gourd on seven yeah, grams. No, I would seven have grams. The, the reference point, Sean, would be from um, Luxembourg and Malta. They've introduced legislation around for the personal use of uh, cannabis, and that's seven grams. Right. So that's okay. that's the reference I've reference yeah. from as such you know? uh, no, but I, I suppose also there's the issue of where did you get the seven grams from yeah yeah and that's the kind of I suppose the bigger question uh, I mean we in people for profit want to go much further than what we have in this bill we want to have a, a regulatory system where cannabis is uh, regulated and legalised uh, but we believe this is the stepping stone to that situation of regulation. Right. Yeah. What, what might that look like? Now, because I suppose people might think of Amsterdam. Is that what you're thinking of or are you thinking of a different one? Well, it, it, I mean, in an idea, world, Sean, if, if there was a regulatory system where cannabis was legalised, uh, I would like to see a kind of a, a not-for-profit system like they have in Uruguay. So somebody, if they want to purchase cannabis, they have to be over 80 and such, uh, they can buy it in a dispensary. Um, and then they could uh, consume it in a, a coffee shop and so forth. Uh, it will be cultivated in Ireland, so there's a kind of a, a market um, for farmers here. So it would be kind of a, kind of indigenous to uh, Ireland, and obviously it can import cannabis for once, but it could be kind of grown here, consumed here, and controlled largely by the state. But that doesn't mean people can still make some money from it and so forth. Uh, but largely that's the model I would like to see. You know, it would be a kind of a grading system that we, you know, with alcohol, it tells you how much alcohol yeah. is in it. Yeah, that's important because at the moment, you know, when people consume cannabis, they really don't know what's in it. Uh, and if in, under the kind of uh, regulatory system, people will know exactly what's in it. Uh, if you go into dispensary in the United States, there's all sort of kind of, uh, um, uh, I suppose, cannabis, uh, how would you call it? 
uh, different types of cannabis. Yes, yeah. There's many, many types of variations to THC, CBD and all that. So people then can make a conversion choice in relation to if they want to consume cannabis. Because at the moment, uh, they don't have that choice. They have to go to the black market. And, you know, I think that system just don't doesn't work. Because the irony at the end of the day, Sean, is that the, like cannabis is a controlled substance. Uh, but really, the people that have control of the, the cannabis market is the black market. Yes. And yeah. you need to see, you need to take back control. In order to do that, you have to change the law. If you change the law, you know, I think largely the black market will kind of go into the background to a certain, certain degree. Black market will probably still be always there to a certain degree, but largely it will be taken away from criminality. Yeah. The... Uh there will be people listening, Gino, as you know, who who, who may have had bad, very bad yeah, experiences with drugs or their families have. Yep. They will they, they would be adamant that they shouldn't happen. Yeah, and I understand that. I understand there is issues around dependency, uh, problematic use around cannabis. I perfectly understand that. Uh, but I, I firmly believe we have a, a regulatory system. Um, then that's a better system for, for all concerned, even if you've never consumed cannabis whatsoever. Um you know, there is problematic use. There's no getting away from that. Um, uh, and I think, but to in order to uh, mitigate against that, I think you, take, you need to get control back and you need to know what kind of potency, what, you know, cannabis are consuming because the evolution of cannabis in the last 10, 15 years was obviously resin when I was growing up and now it's kind of, um, it's kind of flower and it's quite high it's potency. It's vastly stronger it's than It's vastly it stronger, vastly yeah. stronger. Uh, but that's that's largely controlled by the black market. Mm. And if you if that continues to happen, which has happened at the moment, then you have no control. So we need to take control back. In order to take control, you need to kind of change the law to make it kind of uh, to regulate the system of cannabis. Yeah. Down the road, though, do you know, would people before profit like to regulate all drugs? Well, I think and there's a there's a wider debate on on uh, decriminalisation and there's a citizens assembly happening next year. Um, and we'll kind of, you know, intently listen and kind of watch out for uh, its recommendations. Uh, but P4Profit is for decriminalisation because criminalising people for personal drug use is simply doesn't work. Using the criminal justice system to criminalise people is completely, uh, I think it's, it's a dead end. And other jurisdictions across the world are changing their views around drug reform. They have seen and have, you know, and, you know, they, they have seen the criminal justice system uh, doesn't work to, in order to uh, address issues around, you know, people that take drugs. People take drugs for all sorts of reasons, Sean, all sorts of reasons. People use them and abuse them, right? Mm. But that system um, is a better system if it's regulated, not by the black market, but by the state. Yeah, it is an interesting thing in the sense we probably have a much clearer idea about, uh, because alcohol is legal in this country, yeah. we have a clearer idea of what percentage of people uh, for whom it becomes problematic yeah. and what percentage of people who kind of drink at the weekend or whatever and it's not a big deal. We don't really <clears throat> know that yeah. in relation to cannabis or any other drug, really. Yeah, it's quite hard to con- quantify actually what much consumption of cannabis is used for. On it. But we, you know, it's, it's quite... Uh, the availability of drugs uh, and the proliferation of drugs and particularly cannabis is widely available, widely mm. available. So, I mean, if it was legalised tomorrow there would obviously be a revenue intake 
from this, you know, from the consumption of cannabis and the sale of consumption to the state. Because at the moment, every bit of that money is going towards the black market, and the black market, i.e., is the criminal criminal gangs. Yeah. So why allow that to happen? You know, I, that's that's the question I ask people. If if you have concerns, and we all have concerns about you know people that use cannabis and get quite heavy use of that but it, a system of regulation is a much much better system than we have now because it's like it's a wild west where you know, criminal gangs will basically control the, the supply and sale of cannabis yeah would a citizens assembly actually be a, a more effective way to go rather than trying to change it through legislation well there will be a citizens assembly early next year but look at Sean you know there was a general election in February 2020 uh, the people of Ireland elected 160 TDs we are the legislators I'm putting a bill forward to say look uh, we need to change the, the laws around uh, cannabis for personal possession so we are the legislators you know citizen assembly is a good concept I completely agree it's been quite favourable for a lot of progressive issues but we are the legislators after all we change the law mm. and you know you know, ultimately if it goes to a citizen assembly and not anything uh, we are the ones that will ultimately change the law in relation to opposition bills or bills. So, oh no, absolutely. Yeah. But, but perhaps the citizens' assembly can gather information that maybe a lot of TDs don't have access to. At the yeah, moment. no, I think I'm not against it, and that will happen early next year. So that's, I mean, I'm not, I'm not against the concept and kind of whatever recommendations the assembly's, citizens' assembly kind of uh, come up with. But it's important to have. A piece of a, a piece of legislation that tests the kind of the government's will because they pay a lot of lip service to uh, this issue. Um, you know, you talk about harm reduction, you talk about kind of um, uh, health health approach, and that's all good. But we need something kind of uh, concrete, and mm-hmm. something concrete is changing the law because that's yeah. where it really, really comes down to. Yeah, one of our listeners says, but we know that cannabis can be badly damaging to your health. Why would we make it easier? I understand the argument that they're doing it anyway, but why open it up to those who are interested but currently don't have the connections to get it? This would make it available in every village in Ireland. I mean, it is re- readily available anyway. I mean, cannabis is, <laughs> it readily, is available it is in every village available. in Ireland. In fact, more answer. drugs are more, more powerful and more kind of uh, dangerous drugs are more available in this country. Yeah. Much more harmful than cannabis will ever, ever well be. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I understand people do have kind of uh, concerns, but them concerns are better addressed when it's controlled by other people uh, than the black market. Yeah. Now you're introducing this bill. When it when when you know it, it, if it gets to the point where there's going to be a vote, right? Um, one imagines that none of the government parties going to vote. Well, you never know. I mean, I'll get me crystal ball out. Uh, I will introduce the bill next week, and what happens is it goes into a kind of a lottery, um, and then it could get selected in the next couple of weeks. Hopefully, that doesn't because it's too soon. Uh, so it could, hopefully it'll get selected early next year. There's a debate for two hours, and then there's a vote. Mm. Um. I mean, I've been pleasantly surprised by a number of TDs that I've spoke to that are in government parties that would be supportive of this issue. So if it was, if it was a free vote, on, I would guess that there's a majority of TDs that would support this issue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if, if there was a free vote, but yeah. it probably won't be a free vote. Uh, but obviously, if there's a vote on party lines, uh, you would hope that the government would let it pass to the next stage. That doesn't mean it's going to be legislated by, by any means, but it would definitely kind of... Government are semi-serious about decriminalisation. And they've said that they're semi-serious. So let this bill go through, scrutinise the, the issues around decriminalisation. And, uh, you know, because the tide is... 
you know, turning in relation to drug reform across the world. Um, mm. And I think the days of prohibition are coming to an end and we need to be kind of part of that kind of uh, new movement that, you know, the kind of the, the new, I suppose, discourse that we need to have a different alternative to criminalising people and kind of letting drugs being controlled by criminal gangs. Mm. Um, that's my kind of view on it. Um, and I think, as I said, there's a groundswell of opinion that are coming to that all, that kind of, I suppose, position what we need to do something very different what we've been doing. Because this, I mean, the Misuse of Drugs Act, while it's 42 years old, it's quite antiquated. It's quite old. We need to do something different. And, you know, in order to address that, we need to change it. Uh, uh, Fierke says and the criminal gangs will just give up diesel fuel is legal and regulated but they're still smuggling God bless Gino and his innocence okay well look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about diesel fuel I don't know about diesel fuel I mean look at there's always there's all, there will always be things that criminal gangs will sell right even in a regulated market but you know well, I, mean, I suppose one could make the argument it would be it would be analogous to the cigarette situation in exactly. that cigarettes are extremely expensive yeah. but you can buy them on Moore Street for exactly. half that price. Exactly. And there's a black market for cigarettes there's a black market for alcohol you know and even if cannabis was legalised tomorrow there probably would still be a black market uh, for cannabis but largely it would be taken out of the hands of criminal gangs largely. Yeah. And you've seen what's happened in the United States Canada um, I mean Germany in the next year and a half are proposing to change in the law around cannabis regulation. There would be full legalisation of cannabis. If that happens, it's all over for prohibition in Europe. All yeah. over. 85 million people in Germany, in the heart of Europe, they're saying, look, this is just not working anymore. We want to have a regulatory system. They, they, they said that they could make up to 5 billion euros per year, just in the first year alone. So you can imagine there's, there is you know, consumers of cannabis uh, in in all co- different countries, and it's uh, probably the most widely available and used uh, narcotic in the world. Yeah, it's been around for millennia, Sean. Yeah, so, millennia. I, I, I suppose maybe one worry for people here might be kind of a you know we we turn into a a, um, a, a pot tourist uh, you know and our, our scenic locations are full of young fellas giggling their heads off eating massive mm. bags of crisps. Right. Right. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, that's probably a bit of a, a character trait. I know there's been issues in Holland in relation to that issue. Uh, but in Spain, there's almost like a de facto legalisation in certain kind of provinces in Spain. Uh, Czech Republic have kind of, there's a, a kind of a tolerance. In Holland, there's a kind of a weird system. You don't have legalisation. There's a tolerance of uh, cannabis cause consumption and kind of sale and so forth. Um I mean, a lot of people go to Holland not for cannabis anyway. So, oh no, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah so that's there's true. There's but there's I suppose that, like, but there's the area, and if people have been to, so they can go to Amsterdam, and it's a beautiful city. But beautiful you go to city. bits of it, and it's you know. yeah, it can get messy. It can get yeah. messy. But I don't, I don't envisage that. I don't envisage that. I mean, you could put a stipulation that if somebody wants to uh, buy um, cannabis in a coffee shop, they would have to be an Irish citizen or have an Irish passport. But I don't envisage that to happen, and I, I, I don't see that a problem. The yeah. main problem is uh, getting this over the line and kind of uh, getting it regulated and then legalised. Gino, thanks a million for thanks, coming Sean. in to us today. Uh, that was Gino Kenny there, uh, Dublin Midwest TD for People uh, Before Profit. We'll keep an eye on actually what happens with that one uh, in the doll. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.